This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I didn't know that a lot of the stuff that I was learning in music would actually coincide with film, which would coincide with photography, which would coincide with, but everything's the same at the end, you know, it's, it's all creativity. Start, yeah, creativity starts from within you and comes from without you. Everything is all in all, you know, it's all interconnected to each other. And that's the beautiful thing about life. If you see the connection. You're listening to Option Forward Podcast, a shared platform of independent thinkers and motivators. Join us as we capture the culture of leaders that are paving the way and sharing their inspirational stories. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to our platform, your show. I'm your boy, Drew. We are Option Forward Podcast. I'm always joined by the second half of the show, GQ Nesto. How are you doing today? What it do? What it do? I'm doing good. Doing good. Traffic got you feeling nice? Yeah. Or something yeah, else got well, you feeling well, nice? Well, a little bit of everything. A little, little bit, bit of everything. everything. Yep. All right. Know. <laughs> All right. And ladies and gentlemen, today we are in for a very, very special treat. Um, I would say our guest represents what I classify as iconic movement, not because of his individual swag, but because of what he's on course to create, right? His platform will be a place of uh, community, uh, inspiration, and creativity. Uh, please welcome to the show the editorial director of Loami Magazine, Mr. Adar. How are you doing today? I'm fine, y'all. I'm, I'm just happy to be here. You're just happy to be here? I'm just happy to be here. Actually, that traffic got me fucked up. Um, Yo, about <laughs> you? That traffic does not have me feeling nice. Coming from Hollywood to downtown LA is not it. It's not the business? It's not it at all. It's oh, not. Man. But we thankful you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for being having being me. And also, I got checked. So actually, um, Pepper is the, the managing director. I'm actually the executive editor. So okay. basically what it is, is I oversee how the layouts work, how the, how the content comes together, curation of it, that kind of thing. And uh, obviously, I pop out and do stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you the face. Yeah. And then she basically going to cut and like, it should look like this. I feel like it should be like this. I basically feel like I have to do it. Public relations. So, public relations. Yeah, I, I relate. I relate to the public. <laughs> <laughs> so, for sure. For I got sure. hey, on, hey, on you road. got front row parking though. Just hey, gotta yeah, throw it out there. Yeah, just gotta it. throw it out there. I finally did it, man. I was executive. <laughs> My mom, <made> <laughs> Last event I was at where I was supposed to get executive parking, uh, Nesto had to pull a cone out for me, block yeah. out the parking spot. So, you know. We made it executive. <laughs> yeah, to make it executive. But this time I felt the red carpet vibe. So. All you needed was the velvet rope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, last time I saw Nesto, we was on the red carpet. Yeah, pictures. yeah. So, you know. That's, that's how we get down. Fun times. <laughs> Fun times. All right. Uh, for all the listeners and the viewers out there, man, um, please share a little bit about your background, man. Where, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in New Jersey on uh, the complete opposite side of the spectrum. Okay. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you good at stealing cars? 
Um, <laughs> not yet. I wasn't good enough. That's why I had to leave. Like New Jersey Drive, I, I didn't make the cut. So. <laughs> He's like, I went to the Math Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Math Olympics. It's crazy. No, nah, I definitely go to the Math Olympics. But um, yeah, you know, like uh, going to school, you had metal detectors in like sixth grade. You had to go through and all that stuff. It was uh, it was definitely different. So um, moved out of there. Uh, grew up, lived in Georgia for a little bit around the time where like Atlanta music scene was like on the up. So after that, went to went back north for a little bit. Uh, stayed in New York for a lot of bit uh yeah i don't know exactly if i need to fill in any gaps anywhere no no you good yeah yeah, yeah. I got but you. um you know i went to uh i went to school for a little bit didn't go to school for a little bit was doing dumb hood rat stuff for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and then i was like you know what i should probably just go back to school so i went back to school uh looked at a list of majors i wanted to major in music because like everybody's into music but Obviously, I said I couldn't because they I didn't play a, a classical instrument. They wanted someone to like play upright bass, you know, play the cello. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> lay it to sleep and all that. But I wasn't doing that. So, uh, <laughs> so I ended up minoring in music management. And they said to do that, I had to major in, you know, a list of majors. I looked and I saw film. And uh, that's where it took off. I was uh, doing a lot of like projects in school, like as a director of photography which is what segued into photography. So when I got out, you know, I wanted to do my own thing, bought myself a, like a DSLR, like a camera camera, and just wanted to take pictures of scenes and stuff while I was in New York. And that's how I stumbled into Fashion Week, and that's how I stumbled into <laughs> Fashion Magazine. So, well, Fashion Production, then Fashion Magazine. So nice, that's nice. a, yeah, I wanted to give y'all yeah. a little bit more sauce. I want to just come in like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yo, just, you know, yeah, yeah. I did my thing and now I'm doing this thing. Yeah. Before that, I was doing that thing. Just keep working hard. Like, yeah, I'm out here say. sliding out. Yeah, <laughs> pro prosper, y'all, prosper. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, like, we can't let the, the whole music thing uh, just go under the radar like that. You know what I'm saying? I told you, you know what I'm saying? Spit them bars, but let's, let's I talk can spit about some bars if no, you want me to. But let's, like, I don't. Is that what, what your genre was? I thought what you were about to say, is that how you feel right now? No, <laughs> but, um, no. Nah, what we were trying to do, shout out to Noah Harvey in, in Brisbane. Um, we, I met him, we would put our music on the internet. Like, but, so one, SoundCloud before it was mainstream was like a social media for music, which was really interesting. I wish there was something like that. And I would love to create something like that one day. But, basically we would put our music on the internet and people from all over the world would hear it and then like they would collaborate or they would send something so like i met noah through someone named rowan who met me through someone named like nikulo or something like that but um i got introduced to noah and we started making music together around like 2013 he was make beats in australia he would send them to me and i would make the i would either rap or i guess sing record however you want to phrase it over it in um when i was in atlanta so we were making a lot of music at that time and then i was starting to like have this little existential crisis where i'm like i don't know if this is like i don't want to be some famous guy or anything like that you know i just want to do i just want to express myself kind of thing so stopped for a little bit picked it back up for a little bit you know but yeah 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 <laughs> what would you say you were similar to um I think we were trying to at the time, which is where the crisis came in, was make something that wasn't heard before. Like, I wanted to make something that I personally felt like I didn't ever hear before at that time. And 
at that point it wasn't really i realize now that it can't be too far out where it's your own like if you're gonna put it out it has to be something that everyone can gravitate to so now if i make music which isn't very often these days but if i do it's more like it's more accessible like even though it's still my thing that i feel like i'm doing in a way that i personally haven't heard it's still more accessible for other people like as you can still hear it and you can still bop like that kind of thing but I don't know if you were to ask me like early influences for music i would say like anything from like billy holiday ma rainey to dmx like 50 cent kind of like <laughs> chief keith you know like i have a very <laughs> wide <laughs> weird I was about to say yeah that. like rolling stones like these are all like inspirations to things that i heard and i'm like you know what like i have a lot that i'm leaving out but you know shout out to anything that i'm leaving out <laughs> for sure um, so, I mean, I know your story, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you know, kind of chopped it up prior to this interview. Um, but what I, I asked you during our conversation was just like, dude, like your, your journey, your roadmap, you know what I'm saying? You had a lot of things that wasn't necessarily interrelated, you know what I'm saying? But they kind of fell into place at the end of the day. Um, was it easy for you? to recognize like oh man snaps like i needed yeah. that for this and then i needed that for this yeah like a lot of people would call it pivot points and yeah. i kind of <laughs> do to some degree but it's not really a pivot in the case when you're just flowing with it like you're just going and picking up whatever life puts down for you just pick it up and just move forward it because you never know it's like you're watching a movie but you're in the movie you know it's 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 interesting how life unfolds if you let it unfold and what happens is you end up collecting a range of experiences that all lead one into another you know you start learning different things that you didn't know that if you didn't learn this here then you wouldn't be able to do this there you know so it's that kind of thing with with life that's how it's been for me so you know i've been um i didn't know that a lot of the stuff that i was learning in music would actually coincide with film which would coincide with photography which would coincide with but everything's the same at the end you know it's it's all creativity. start yeah creativity starts from within you comes from without you everything is all in all you know it's all interconnected to each other and that's the beautiful thing about life if you see the connections nice nice I'm, I'm just like i'm just trying to like listen to this to create some bumper stickers the oracle <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> he came in to get this <laughs> like, like this is all inspirational you know make your soul burn <laughs> Is, is life giving me is life giving me clues right now? Hey, hey, <laughs> keep, keep up, Nesto. Keep up. <laughs> uh, one story that uh, um, stands out in my memory is uh, during the event that we both were at uh, back March. I want to say March of this year. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever I always say like when we first started this, it's easy to point out deficiencies. You know, what I'm saying for the person that's on stage. But at the same time, that person's on stage and you're sitting in the audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're, you're heckling in a sense. Yeah. Um, there was, I guess, a, a young woman or whatever who was talking, maybe talking negatively about, you know, the lady who we're all associated with. Yeah. And you had to check her like, hey, you know, she's out here doing it and you're out here. You're just sitting here talking. So how does it make you feel, yeah. uh, especially with Loami uh, and with the way where you want it to be? You know, like you put actually putting action behind behind your words how does that make you feel yeah i mean it's easy to watch lebron james on a fast break when you're in the nosebleeds talking about i would dunk that shit you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. 
yeah but you wouldn't be in that situation in the first place so you can't say nothing about it so if you see somebody doing something and you're not doing anything first thing you should do is go do something before you try to figure out what somebody else should be doing you know what i mean like that that happens a lot a lot of people have suggestions of what the level should be you should be doing this instead of that you should post like this you should you know the magazine should look like that but it's like Hey, what, what else you, you were doing in this event? Cause man, you 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 were out there. You were like the the spotlight. You know what I mean? You were out there doing it. <laughs> Over here, like like you ain't doing shit. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Everybody you, say you, somebody you, ain't doing shit, but they're not doing anything. Like the, my whole my whole thing is like showing proof. Like you have to prove all things. I kind of missed it. I, I was hoping to see that. I would have. Loved it. You know, oh, no, no, no. Just, just, no, but especially like the type of environment, you know what I mean, that that yeah. event consists of. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to bring it back to reality and humble somebody. You know what well, I mean? People have, you know what it is? Like the person on stage knows when they miss a note. You know what I mean? Like they know, like, okay, I could go back to the drawing board and do that a little bit better. And they got people around them that could let them know that. And everyone, the thing is, when you do something for the open, like for the public, you put a piece of art out, you put a piece of music out, you put a photo out you put your voice out it takes it's, courage it takes courage but it's also open for criticism it now belongs to the public like everything you do now belongs to someone else's interpretation to where they can create their own lore or their own world out of it and their own opinion about it so you know you also have to welcome that you know what i mean like there's a story in the bible where somebody came up and was like cursing david out and then david you know one of his men because david was a gangster he was rolling around with dudes that was crazy one of the dudes said david i'm gonna take this dude's head off and he was like nah let him talk because if the lord got this person cursing me out then that's what it is you know so people want to talk people want to criticize some of it's constructive some of it's just talk but that's what they're there for. That's what the peanut gallery is there for. What was like how the old mixtapes were like, you're watching, we're working. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what. Hey, you got to let them know sometimes, you know, and, and he ain't lying. I mean, I think I think this this whole um, social media, all these different platforms that are supposed to give out information. It's always it, it, it's always they're they're trying to uh in a sense drive their own agenda yep. you know and 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 you could either think about what it really is versus what people are trying to make you think of it yep. you know um i think it's it's huge especially in this day and age like like you're not gonna bamboozle me over believing that this is how i should think you know and i think it's very important for everybody to start you know Fucking be woke, <laughs> like damn, like you know what I mean? Don't don't be, cause it, if if you look look at the channels and and it's funny that we're talking about this, cause I was like I was, you know I was like looking through through the TV, I I couldn't find anything to watch, and if you go through all the news, um, it was all the same shit. <laughs> it's just a different person saying it, and it, it, it's crazy because it, it's it's what drives people. You know, certain certain uh, news, the way they're delivered, is is what determines the environment that we're in, and that's just just not, not even real and right you know now. What, what that also does to piggyback on what you said, a lot of people, it makes people feel like their opinions and their thoughts are more important than they are. You know, like, mm -hmm. and that's another thing where people start to feel like they're so smart that they 
have the answers for other people when they got to get it for themselves first before they can even they got to get their own credentials and not to get out of, out of, out of like out of the subject but I, I don't know if you guys heard about this letter um, and this is not about being political or anything but this letter that was basically catching all this attention that um, uh, some bin Laden. yeah that bin Laden uh, sent that you know what I mean like like right before the the whatever in 9/11 anyways that resurfaced all of a sudden and then you know it's being like blocked by everybody. Um, because it's it's like a way of quote unquote promoting, you know, terrorism. But it, but but it's like, how is it that certain things are labeled a certain way, and just because people want to make you believe that this is bad, then you shouldn't have access to it? And I don't know. It was just kind of funny. Well, thing. that's the thing about perception, right? Like, and it's an, it's the thing about the narrative. It's all that. It's like anything can be seen as good or bad. You know, anything you can make this cup right here you know you hit somebody over the head of it now it's bad but you put you know some drinking in a two-step <laughs> it's, now it's a good thing you know what i mean so it's all about perception yeah. i mean i don't want to say too much i'm not trying to get all of our yeah. we're not, i'm not trying to get yeah, a deep platform yeah, right now you know yeah. what i'm saying but <laughs> we're here to talk about low end yeah you know I'm, I'm not trying to get a deep platform i don't want to say anything too, <laughs> you know? but no but uh you know it's, it's very important like what he what he brought up because it relates to you and that's media media is yes is, is what sways the perception is what educates the masses so like how important is that for you to make sure you're putting the right messages out there through yeah. your magazine oh that, that's definitely important man. especially like you know ha- knowing like children like i always think about like you know like a child or obviously not all media is for children but you think about like people are sponges you know people are looking for new inspiration especially in this day and age when there's nothing but inspiration around you can go on pinterest on Instagram, I guess you can go on TikTok. I don't know people. Do. They could say something stupid with a nice little background noise, and then all of a sudden yeah, now, they want to start doing shit. That's true. <laughs> now someone's like, you know, I want to put chili in my nose and you know snort it real quick <laughs> to see what happens. Like, some kind of weird challenge. you know, get some Tide Pods. You know, it's like that. So you have to be very. That's where that's where curation comes in, especially like uh, as an editor, you have to be very savvy with what you choose to promote and what stories you choose to tell and what narratives you choose to tell because it's a hard balance between everything is art right so if you say that our theme is art that means you can technically anything is subject to be curated to be selected right but there has to be something that makes you feel something intrinsic you know with the value that you're putting out that makes you that touched you and you want to share it with the world kind of thing more than trying to manipulate the thoughts and the, the ways people uh, maneuver in their actions and anything like that. It's rather you want to get people thinking about something that they can do rather than telling them something that they should kind of thing. Because imagine having to uh, upload something that is considered art, but in your eyes, it's kind of like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, yeah. how do you how do you separate? How do you because it, it, essentially he's like, this is art. But you yeah, know? you go into a museum, you see something that could possibly some what the fuck is this type shit? Like, I've been in some museums like I've been to the Met and I've seen some actually the Met's kind of fire. I don't think I've seen anything in there. It was too crazy. But I've been to some museums where it was like, um, I don't understand this. 
you know, like and I try to I try to stay but away. But isn't from, that a better way to look at things? Yeah, I try to stay away saying, from what trash. the fuck is this? <laughs> I try not to do that more, especially uh, because I'm pretty sure some people have seen some stuff that I put out, some music. I've actually had people comment on music that I put out and been like trash, KYS, kill yourself. You know, like I've, I've seen, like I put pictures out and people are like, "This is ass." Like you put a picture up or something, and next thing you know, you see the followers going down. Like you, you know, stuff like that is real. You know, but it's it's part of being in the public. It's part of your ideas being. Uh, what's the word? Uh, what's the word? Authentic. Uh, not authentic, but it's uh, what is the word where something is in the public for so long that it's just owned by the public? Like it. It's public something i can't remember like when something's so old like it's past like copyright you can't copyright anymore it's like public something but whatever i can't remember was but you're a national treasure like, <laughs> <laughs> no no my vocabulary is still we went national treasure is crazy that's what he was going for <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know, I know you like, uh, I would say like you're pretty adaptive like to your environments. And uh, one of the stories that you shared, I, I want you to share um, here, was how you got into New York Fashion Week, who you had to pretend to be. You know, so was that insp- Was that a James Bond? Yeah, y'all inspiration? gonna get me banned from Spring <laughs> Studios, man. <laughs> but basically, you know, sometimes it's like full send moment. It's 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 the essence of fashion. You just do something that, and you don't know if it's gonna work but you don't have an option you just gotta move forward (laughs) 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 i'll play but but, um like i remember back when i first bought my camera and i was just shooting around i was looking for things that i could shoot in new york and i just typed in events in new york on google and that's how i came across new york fashion week and obviously like you know wore fashion you know pay attention to fashion because fashion's all around us but I was never really like focused on fashion until that moment so i'm like how am i gonna get into new york fashion week though i don't even know what it is so i went on a cfda um website they had the fashion calendar there so i saw some events on there and i was like okay i'll just show up to this you know so i remember it was a colorful show in new york uh i want to say i'll never forget this but <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm ha- I'm on the train to Manhattan, and uh, I'm thinking the whole time like I should probably just not do this. Probably turn around. I get to Manhattan, I'm like, okay, I should probably just turn around. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. So then um I walk from Manhattan to Spring Studios, which is in Tribeca, um and I'm thinking the whole time I'm walking, I'm like I should probably just turn around. So I get there, and they're like, um, sir, <laughs> hi, who uh. You know, what are you doing here basically i don't know what to tell him so i just tell him from germany i'm like i'm from the german times i just landed <laughs> in new york this morning i have to get in this show and they're like you know it's like every yeah, fashion they, show it's just like some interns right they don't right. really know what's going on so right. she's just like oh my god and i'm like this is not free sauce this was like a play in 2017 you try this now you're probably getting like you're probably getting your ass kicked you don't want to try this at no fashion show 2023 after covid but it was lit in uh 2017 2018 but um yeah so she's like i don't know so she sends me to security security is like i don't know why they keep sending people over here like this is their job they need to deal with it so security's like come with me so he brings me back to the girls like chastises him and then uh <laughs> the girls are just like i don't know so they just let me in with a standing invite 
um, took some terrible pictures, like probably the worst pictures I ever took in my life, um, which is cool. But uh, the people in the crowd, it was weird because everybody was like somebody. Everybody was doing something. I've never really been in spaces like that before. I mean, the closest was like college, but not really. Everyone was studying something, but not everybody was doing something. So I would see a girl with like a nice dress. I'd be like, I like your dress, you know, and like talk to her like a normal person. Like, can I follow you on Instagram? Sure. They give me the Instagram. Million followers. Miss Universe. 2017. I'm like, oh, okay. Goddamn. See another girl. I'm like, oh, I like your shoes. It's really nice shoes. Like, what do you do? I talk to her. <laughs> and then you, you look on your Instagram. The same girl is on the fucking Explore page with the same shoes and same outfit and same bag and everything. And you're like, damn, 5.5 million followers. This is crazy. So, you know, just over time, meeting people like that, you know, shooting more and more at, you know, going to New York Fashion, going to different events, you know, your network grows. And, you know, that's... Uh, Recruiting at its finest. Yeah, it all starts from just uh, putting yourself in a situation that you normally wouldn't otherwise. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and keying off of that whole network phrase, would you say, uh, you know, like, like we talked, someone may be watching or, or listening to this and say, man, like magazine or as a part of his own thing um what would you say is most important having that network or the capital well that's an interesting question because i mean you know like amazon is constantly expanding you know what i mean like you would think amazon does not need any more capital but that's not true because now amazon is moving into like cloud hosting now they're moving into all types of crazy stuff they're moving into video streaming fire sticks you know like there's never enough capital. There's always something you can do to grow. But something that you need to grow is a network. You know, you need to know people who know people who can get resources for you if you don't have the capital. You know, and that's why I feel like having a network is excuse me, extremely important. Like, having a network, like, meeting y'all through another person who I met through another person, that's how I ended up sitting here today through a network. There was no amount of capital that would have got me here. You know sitting with you guys so so sometimes a network is extremely important especially if you're dealing with creativity because one thing i learned about with uh putting productions together is you can have your own idea but you can't do everything and even if you do do everything someone else's idea if you give them that trust can change the complete outlook and the complete final product of what you did to where it's no longer yours it's a collective. It's something that's beyond what you would have possibly imagined because it's different than what you would have imagined because now it's two imaginations coming together instead of one. You know, it's almost like like having a, a baby or something with somebody. It's like, it's just, you created something that wasn't there before and it wouldn't be possible if you did it by yourself. Well, it would be possible. It just wouldn't be the same. Kind Do of you think that's a more efficient way of doing it though when it comes to creating as a collective? It's because we, we're like facing very strong challenges right now what what we have going on uh, Nestor and I but um, trying to get someone to let go yeah you know what I'm saying not even you don't let go of total control but yeah. like yo let's I see some other value or some other angles in yeah. this but you know what I'm saying it's hard because if you put a lot of something a lot of time into something it becomes like a possession kind of thing where it's hard to let go it's hard to listen to other voices even those that are closest to you because you put so much time and effort into it but can't do everything by yourself it's impossible like you have to you have to take input you have to take counsel you have to allow something to propel you 
into what this thing is supposed to be because it's like the same thing like i said you have a child that child's supposed to have a life of his own it's not supposed to be under your control forever you know like same with the magazine i can't just say i want it to be like this i want it to look like that and not listen to anything else or it's just gonna be what i want it to look like but what if my views limited what if somebody else can see something i don't see you know that's why they have head coaches you know that's why they have players that's why they have gms you know the whole thing needs to operate a certain way and one person can't make it operate into its capacity but at the same time it's like same way another head can push it to a different level another idea could completely destroy everything you know so it's a balance it makes sense and especially when the stakes are high some people are afraid to take risks but I'm not a gambling man. <laughs> I mean, I remember I won thirty-one dollars uh, playing blackjack, and I was like, "I did it, y'all! <laughs> I made it! I'm good." So, but sometimes you have to take risks to get the. Actually, all the time you have to take risks to get the reward. Like the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Obviously, so yeah. Are you a gambling man? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I am. No, no, I, I do don't. a little bit. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean. I think I think I'm, I'm more of a calculated risk taker. Mm. That, that would be more of a, my area. But isn't that gambling? No, hell no. No, it's not a gamble. It, it's it's not a gamble if you if you know that if you're okay with the with the worst outcome. Mm. If you're okay with that, if you're okay like okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? Am, am I okay with that? If, if I'm okay with that, then what? That's not really a loss. And, and even at best, it's actually a gain because that shit makes you be a little bit wiser and you know that that's the route not to go. So, win-win situations. So. Y'all gonna have to make me a regular up here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like this conversation. So, um, what's your demographics, man? What is Loami? Its structure? Who is your target audience? What is its purpose? I mean, what's your, what's your vision? Well, the beautiful thing about the world today is that it's, uh, it's extremely connected. So, and because it's extremely connected, almost like the tastes and the trends are almost shared throughout. I don't want to say the whole world, but cultures and the transcends countries. So it's like the demographic isn't really an age. It's more of a specific kind of person who's into art, who's into style, into lifestyle. Because all these things, they all connect to each other, you know, like people who are into art, they generally have a particular lifestyle or people that are into fashion. Fashion is just a way of doing things, right? Like how you fashion this, this is old fashioned, you know, it doesn't really mean clothes. So fashion could be art, fashion could be music, fashion could be anything. That's why fashion is pretty much anything. You look at the cover of Vogue, you'll see you probably won't see any models you'll see like an actor you'll see a uh, a musician you'll see someone who's famous for the way they did something because that's fashion so the demographic is pretty much anybody who's doing something anyone who's looking for inspiration anyone who's looking for a new way to create that would be the demographic i would say it doesn't matter what country doesn't matter what color creed or anything like that just well, I, I had a question. Like, all that sounds like rainbows and lollipops, right? But from a financial standpoint, right? Don't you have to kind of like take advantage of the technology, especially like artificial mm-hmm. intelligence, which is going to tell you which one's profitable and which one isn't? Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't that 
take a huge role in your decision versus you know everybody gets a everybody gets a trophy well it's not everybody gets a trophy of course it's more so anyone so when we talk about demographics are you talking about consumers or you're talking about contributors because that would be contributors would be everybody gets a well trophy. I, I, i'm just thinking i'm thinking of the business aspect of it mm-hmm. like like how do you how do you become profitable um maybe not necessarily instantly but like in the long run like what is it going to create um the magazine to have this future value based on its content obviously well quality and community okay for sure you have to have a quality that transcends demographic you have to have a quality because you have to think about something like this like pop the word pop means popular right pop culture popular culture popular means majority so if you want something to be pop you want something that the majority the consensus of the population you look at no matter where they're at and say this is good that's where you start to transcend and you reach that status where you know what i mean where the overall global picture you know because i could say the demographic is someone from 18 to 34 who has an interest in beauty and has an interest in fashion and they live uh, in the la metropolitan area that's great but now with instagram now with tiktok it's like a billion people on instagram right now you know what i mean everyone's looking at the same content everyone's looking at the same trends so i can't say that the demographic is someone in the midwest who likes to likes handbags it has to be something more general where the quality speaks for itself where it grabs the attention of someone in russia someone in france someone in uh turkey someone in chicago you know and that's why the stories that we curate are from all over the place they're in milan they're in paris they're in uh la you know they're everywhere because we need to be able to tell everyone's story as a collective rather than targeting like a one one-off person or something like that or some use case if that if that is your in, intent um how do you determine uh, which what sort of content or what content goes into each issue you know what i'm saying like yeah. you say it's, it's like it's me it's almost like you know it's still yeah. fashion but it's music you know what i'm saying like yeah. music is it goes beyond religion goes beyond race you know what i'm saying yeah. the way it touches so how do you determine on what what you focus on per per issue yeah so that's a good question issue uh, the last issue just came out yesterday actually i got here in la wednesday issue dropped thursday i'm here right now on friday so. nice. um it's like the same way like with an album you know what tells the story you know you're taking let's say 10 editorials from different parts of the world different people but they all have to tell a story like a book like front to back together you know it's not easy to do to make this person's story and that person's story not the same story but different chapters of the same book you know what i mean so when you're curating you want to do things either based off a theme you want to have something that ties everything together autumn fashion or creators with bold fearless designs or not even just designs art because now you have to open up for art you have to open up for things beyond fashion you know or you want to close it to just fashion for this one issue let's say it's uh july okay let's target swimwear you know because it's summer now you know you just have to kind of think about what is happening in the world 
and how these stories come together and actually propel what's happening in the world push culture forward in the world or give different voices to different areas in the world and then you kind of put them all together as one voice and you push this out as this is the voice of the people rather than this is like just another magazine this is a community this is where ideas get shared but the voice is still the same it's uh it's uh it's 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 not easy it really isn't easy he's like madre Teresa of fashion (laughs) but you know what it is you have to it's hard because you have to say no a lot you have to say no a lot but kindly right not always. No, yeah. Not always. <laughs> that, that's the hard part. Like, like I regret to inform you that. <laughs> yeah, you have to regret to inform, and sometimes you have to just inform. <laughs> you know, like this isn't gonna happen because some people. <laughs> this ain't gonna happen, bro. Like, because like, the, like you said, like you can't give trophies to everybody, but some people are just looking for their own personal trophy. Some people are just looking to say, "I'm on the cover of something," or "I'm in this," like, and and they think it's something that you can buy. Like, give you a thousand dollars and just put me on the cover of your, of your magazine. A lot of people would say yes to that. Never promote the magazine. Never put it on their website. Just take the thousand dollars. Just print something. You know that. That's the world we live in today. But when you go back to the quality and community aspect, when you're thinking about the long run, you're thinking, okay, what is the spirit of what we're putting out? Is it just like, come one, come all, who has enough money to you know keep the lights on, or is it? Do we have something special that we want to promote? Do we have something special that we want other people to gather? Because it's like the, the energy that you put out is the energy you receive. If you put out pay for play, you get pay for play. If you put out quality assurance and quality quality control, that's what you're gonna get. It's not gonna be easy at first because a lot of people aren't in the quality. They like they want that fast food. But and it, it takes time to get quality. It takes time to build something that looks presentable. But if you want everything around you that comes in the future to be quality, you have to really, really hone in on quality. So sometimes you'll see something and you're like, you know, you get the heartstrings like, oh, I would like to figure out how to use this piece. But you also have to think about the bottom line, you know, the same the way. Filters. Exactly. The same way you have to think about the bottom line financially, you have to think of the bottom line and quality. And the two have to balance each other out and that's where it comes down to you know what story and it almost feels like you're choosing what story is more interesting than the other and that's where it becomes like uh it becomes kind of uh like a a personal battle like am i saying that this story is more interesting than that one no of course not but what fits the voice of this theme that we're trying to promote right now what fits the quality you know that's that's ultimately what it comes down to. What tells the story, the collective story better? And what tells its own individual story versus the collective? I like the way you break things down, man. I just like, Appreciate you know what I'm saying? Most times, well, not want to say most times, <laughs> sometimes people come up in and be like, bro, what are you saying? But no, I like the way you're breaking it down. Good job, man. I felt like I was doing one of them, uh, what are you talking about? Like, like Russell, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Like, um, so like what um what motivates you to do better seeing um different ways of doing better like if i see something that's interesting or if i feel something interesting 
the people around me are expecting also at the same time that I do better, you know, because people see and they understand like potential. So I always try to push myself not to the edge, not to the limit, but damn, but but um, yeah, it's like um, you have to want it for yourself as well. Like you have to want better for yourself. You have to want better for the people around you. And the only way to do that is to look inside and make yourself better. And everything else around you is gonna change. You know, like if you don't like what's going on around you, you probably don't like what's going on inside of you because you're there. You know, like you're where you're supposed to be at all times. So if you feel like there's something that should change in the person next to you, something that should change in the person in front of you, that means that you, you want to change something about yourself because you start changing your habits, you start changing your choices. Next thing you know, the, a lot of people that are around you because you have similar habits, now you don't have them similar habits, people aren't around anymore. So your whole, everything around you changes once you start to change your thought process, you change your motivation, you change your inspiration because ins- inspired literally means in spirit. So it's like whatever you take in is your inspiration changes like your energy so you start to be inspired by different things you start to broaden your horizons you start to find different outlets for creativity and you just explore them that's it so we got a couple of reels out of this one yeah <laughs> uh, y'all gonna be doing the voice of it thing where y'all take my voice and put like birds flying put in black bu- and white <laughs> house on the prairie. yeah somebody jogging nose. somebody's jogging in the background at 5 a.m in the morning you got my voice playing over there talking about yeah Whatever. you know find hey. different inspirations yeah. find, you know, like, different ways to correct because you know it's in and it's in the spirit and it's inspired <laughs> and then it's like you see the word inspiration i'll now. put a little turtle beat in the background you know what I mean? <laughs> the little kung fu panda turtle yeah, you gotta make a montage you gotta get a turtle the sunrise you know some girl doing yoga in a silhouette you know you can do it <laughs> today is your day <laughs> you gotta wake up and see a better you for you nah but uh, what would you uh what would you like to see uh Loami, um expand into you know what I'm saying what's the what's the what's your vision I would like to see it expand into a community and a public relations vehicle for people who have art that deserves to be heard, seen, taken in, however you want to look at it. I would like to see it expand into, yeah, like a PR vehicle where it's music, it's art, it's culture, it's driving all of these things in the forefront in a modern era, in a modern way. because magazines a lot of magazines have played out they're you know they're outdated models you know and today everything's about video short form and long form everything's about imagery everything's about how does this make you feel kind of thing and i'm not really trying to figure out how to make people feel some way but i want <laughs> i want the things that are interesting in driving culture like fashion like music like art like poetry i guess you could say like just anything that has to do with creation to actually have a place where it lives and it's just not just somewhere to put something it's somewhere that it piggybacks off of something i wanted to turn into even a vehicle for let's say like reality shows like editorial reality shows you know what i mean like 
somewhere where it feels like like a Netflix almost where it's like you can come here and you could see an eight minute video about cars and then you come here and you see something like a 30 second video about fashion inspiration or you come here and you see like this is a breaking new artist going about his day you know and then you see something that's like maybe a skit uh, a skit or a sketch you know I want it to be uh, not just about entertainment but ideas different ideas that all coincide together because who's to say cars don't go along with fashion you want to tell me Ferrari's not fashion yeah. <laughs> you know like so you want to tell me that VIP parking is fashion. VIP parking is fashion now. Like, that's style right there. That's how you did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's how I look at it. I just want it to be something where that's limitless, but at the same time a community. You know? That's a Lexa Lexa Pro uh, commercial right there. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing TED talks. You guys are gassing me up. You got this, man. We'll be your managers at 4 a.m. <laughs> you go hear this commercial when all the ED commercials come on, like for real. <laughs> Not four in the morning. Anything with that. That's yeah. where the ED commercials and the holy water commercials come on. <laughs> hey, but no, um, this has definitely been like been real you know what i'm saying y'all kicking me out no well, so, not, like, not like that okay not like that you always love me you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> he's like he, yeah, there should be a little alarm that says hey wrap it up hey she's over there they're over there looking at us like uh, anytime <laughs> yeah, over there the control over there like <laughs> nah, it's all good it's all good um i think what what needed to be said was said um but as we always do, always open up the microphone uh, to our guests and to our hosts to leave any parting words of wisdom or whatever you would like to share with the listeners and the viewers. Uh, we start out with you, GQ Nesso. Anything you would like to share? No, I just want to just thank our audience. Thank you for uh, supporting us. Please follow us on all our social media platforms and tune in and give us some opinions. Uh, we definitely like the feedback that we're getting. So we appreciate uh, the support. And yeah, that's basically it. Mr. Dog, um, the man of the hour, the man, the man of the forty-five minutes. <laughs> um, man, you don't gotta put it out there. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's good. Oh, yeah. nah, nah, you good. I, I the red that. carpet man. Right, we, we, we gonna start at uh, a dark. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So what I would say, don't force the course of the river, man. Just let life take you where it's supposed to, and you'll be mm. surprised when you find out what comes at the end of it. So, or in the middle of it, and. Uh, Loami underscore mag, L-O-A-M-M-I underscore mag on Instagram, uh, L-O-A-M-M-I dot C-O, Loami dot co. Uh, you find the website there and, you know, send us an email, info at Loami dot co. Most of And I think, I think they said it best. Um, I would just encourage you to, um, for those who are out there who feel like they're like boxed in um, and need an outlet, try to create, draw, write sing dance whatever it is but let that raw emotion um, come out in some kind of way some kind of fashion um but we love you we thank you we love and continue to support i'm your boy drew we are auction for a podcast we see you guys next time we out peace